welcome back to Between Sessions. My name is Ebony Harris. And I'm Elisa Bobine. And we are two brown chicks changing the face of therapy on both, both sides, sides of the of couch. The couch. <laughs> welcome back to another oh, session. I think we did that one together. Come on, 2021. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Watch the feedback. It's going to be like <laughs> over the place. Thank you for joining us for another week on Between Sessions. Uh, this week uh, is the first week of Black History Month. Um, and First course, day. Well, they'll hear it on the second day. Oh, but that's yes. right. But yes, we're recording on the first day. Um, and so, you know, of course, we have to, I mean, continue the conversations that we've been having um, since we've started. But this is one that um, is interesting. So we're going to talk about why um, people may want a therapist that comes from their community. And I think it's interesting, especially with the increase in people of color going to therapy. Um, and so it, it definitely, I think people are not sure of what they can and can't ask. People are not sure of even how to approach therapy or, you know, how to find a therapist. Um, and so we wanted to talk about like the importance of finding someone that is either of your community or even, you know, just has similar experiences is really what it typically boils down to. Right. Yeah. Someone from a marginalized community or and. To be fair, like we want to acknowledge that there are people who sometimes don't even want somebody from their community. They want like a different Mm -hmm. perspective and that's okay. We're not saying Mm -hmm. you have to have someone from your community, but we have found time and time again, and that's why we created Melanin and Mental Health is that we know that there is a great demand for people specifically, you know, we, we, specialize in Black Latinx community where people want somebody from their community. People want someone who's going to understand the nuances of their culture, of their mm-hmm. challenges, simply because you're from the same community. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And, there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. And um, so this is one to validate people that may be looking for therapists or maybe having a hard time or are not sure if it's okay that they want a Black or Brown therapist. But also um, for the clinicians that are listening and, and those that are people of color and those that aren't, just so you can kind of understand the reasoning behind why that may be a choice that they've made. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, do you want to start with like a reason or a thought process of why well, someone would? You no, know, when you were doing the intro, you, you, you said that sometimes people don't know what they can ask for. And I mm-hmm. think that's so real because I've had people contact me and they're almost apologetic, mm-hmm. you know, that they wanted someone who was black or brown. Um, even today, I had a client who, um, you know, if I'm seeing somebody as a couple, I usually refer them to do individual work. And and it's funny because they'll still kind of make it kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've started. Know? I've started because typically it happens when I'm going to refer them out, right? When they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, do you take insurance? Like, no, but I have some therapists that I can refer you to. Or yeah. I had th- three calls today from people that don't live in Texas. <laughs> that, yeah. That's been different. Um, but I'm like, okay, well, no, you know, I can't see you as a therapist, but I'll see some referrals. And so I've started volunteering 
um, and I'll make sure that they're black women or, you know, I'll right. make sure they're a therapist of color or something like that. I've tried to, cause I understand that, like I've said before, 90 to 95% of the people that call me, that's one of the reasons they want to see me is because I'm a, ther- a black therapist. So right. I, I've started just saying, and I can hear like the, oh, okay. Like they, it sounds like they're, they're like, relieved. like yeah. you get it. Like, it's not, cause it's like, I don't want to have to go through this list of like therapists that mm-hmm. don't look like me. Or if I know that what I prefer, like I'd rather just put that out there. Um, yeah. So I definitely kind of have started saying it before to them. So they don't have that awkward moment of like, are they, can, is it okay? Right. If they, you know, all of those yeah. questions. So definitely, yeah. I think sometimes we, we know what we will feel more comfortable with. But we don't know if it's appropriate to ask for it. Right. And we know what we're looking for. And I think, again, a lot of times people do feel somewhat timid to express it. And I, and, and so, like you said, I want to validate why it is that people may seek out someone from their community, especially if you are black and you're looking for a black therapist, but this applies to many people when they're from marginalized Mm -hmm. communities is that there is something about knowing that that person simply because they're from the same community, they get it. Like there's a certain, like, I may not need you to, um, I may not need to dive into certain issues, but we have already like a point of connection where we understand what some of the daily challenges are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. simply because of who you are. And so I think that's one piece to it. And I think the other piece is there is a distrust Mm-hmm. There is a distrust of, of the system and with good reason, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, you know, our communities, we've talked about this before. We have been labeled as resistant to um, care and mm-hmm. all of that stuff, but I don't think that it's always included as part of the conversation. Why? What experiences Why have they that, had? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I want to validate that part is if you are seeking somebody from your community and, and that's because there's a certain level of uncertainty about being vulnerable and open with someone who's not, that's real. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. is very real. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things where if this is something that's going to take you even longer to build that relationship, that they, which is such a huge part of therapy, is a therapeutic relationship. If it's going to take you two months to really trust this person and really believe that you can open up and really trust that they get you and get your, your situation or get your experiences and things like that, that makes a big difference in how far you go into treatment, right? Because as you're, as you're saying, like we, we've been research shows, you know, people of color are treatment resistance or resistant or whatever. But mm-hmm. if I go in and I am not sure the first couple of sessions, what is keeping me going? You know, like, right. and even for the therapist, I feel like you, you would have to be a miracle, miracle worker because mm-hmm. this person already is kind of like uncomfortable or not sure, you know, don't know if they can trust you. So, it, right. you know, we want to, we always want to it's already a, such a stressful thing, right? Finding a therapist, going to therapy, um, even as therapists, when we mm-hmm. start therapy with a new person, it's still like, okay, what is this going to be like? You know, it's right. already this, and you already know, you know, you're moving into the space where you have to be vulnerable and open and all of that. And so if you 
walk in or if you um, choose someone that you already feel like some type of a connection with, it's just, it's going to make your treatment go a little bit quicker, you know? And again, that's not to say that just by picking someone of color, that this is going to be the right fit for you, mm-hmm. but it makes sense that it's like, okay, this is one less thing that I have to worry about. And I don't have to be so tense. And, and especially depending on what's happening, um, what you're looking for help with, mm-hmm. <clears throat> living as a black woman, my blackness is a huge part of my life in all aspects of it. Right. right. And so it doesn't matter um, there's very few situations where that isn't a part of my life. And so, right. you know, to be able to have a conversation about being in certain spaces and feeling uncomfortable and not being sure where that came, is it because I'm incompetent? Is it because I'm black? Is it, you know, right. being able to have those conversations and not feel awkward and bringing that up is right. a huge thing. And so that's, that's a big part of it is like, if I know that this is a part of me, if I know that my culture is such a huge, like, Cicely Tyson died. Like, I won't be surprised if my clients bring that up this week. Right. Um, And so to be able to have those conversations and and you already know where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. um, It's, I just think that's a big reason why you kind of like sometimes choose someone who you feel like understands a little bit more. Right. Right. And can affirm you in Mm -hmm. a different way. Mm -hmm. I, I like that you pointed out, we're not saying that just by having a therapist from your community that's all you need because we've, we've spoke many times on this. Sometimes finding a therapist, it's like dating. You may go through a few, right. Mm -hmm. And, and so, yeah, we keep that into consideration. Also, we never say that this is the one way that you got to go and it will be great. Right. It it depends on the therapist too. But again, we just want to affirm if this is something that is important to you, it's it's with good reason like it's with good reason that Mm -hmm. that it is important to you yeah yeah um and I and I'm also excuse me thinking about that is just like the first step in the search right Right. a lot of times is like okay I know I want a a black woman I know I want a Hispanic male I know I you know whatever that's like the first step and then you want to go into like okay what do I need help with okay does this person work with that um, is this their focus? Things like that. So, so definitely understanding that it's okay that that's where you start. But then also, again, like you said, it's dating. So continue to put the effort into finding and and making sure they're a good fit and you know consultation and all of that because you also don't want to um, you know have to go to ten therapists in the, <laughs> the first couple months because right. you just picked it based on what they look like and that was it. But yeah, and we get that it's also difficult sometimes because. The more specific that we get about our searches, the more difficult. And the yeah. sad reality yeah. is there, you know, even though there are a lot of dope Black therapists out there, right? Dope Latinx therapists out there. The reality is it's still the minority. Mm-hmm. And so the more specific that we get, the more difficult it is to find one. Yeah. Um, and that's why, that's why though, we do what we do. Like, this is what really fuels us is we know that there is a need. We know that there is a desire from our communities to really have safe spaces and have people from their community holding that space for them. And so that's why we do what we do is, is we do want to remind you that there are people out there there are therapists out there that are ready, there that are willing. Sometimes they are difficult to find. Again, we've spoke to this before. Now, after COVID, I would say one of 
one of the highlights is that more and more therapists are offering online therapy. And mm-hmm. so now someone that's in your state, maybe you, you know, we're in Texas, maybe you're in Dallas and this person is in Austin, right? Like you can do that now, or maybe you're in the smaller parts of Texas. What's the smaller part of Texas? Um, McKinney. Oh, there you go. McKinney, right? And you. Mm, I think that's a city. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yes. we don't travel to the smaller city. <laughs> but, you know, like you might be somewhere where there's not a lot of them in your town, and now you can access them. You yeah. can access them. You can, you now even have people, more people who are out of state, right? Like someone who maybe was just serving Georgia before and mm-hmm. now they're licensed in Texas. So there's definitely more opportunity in it for us to access them. And we certainly want to be representative of that and highlighting those therapists. And we also want to continue to encourage more and more people from our community to go into this field, yes. right? To go into this field so that there are more of us available. Yeah. Do and this is one of those things that you don't want to have to like address, but I feel like anytime you have a conversation about choosing someone uh based on ethnicity or color or whatever, then the other side is like, well, what if I said I only want to see a white therapist, right? Is that okay if I say I don't want to see, I only want to see white therapists, would that be okay? Um right. and the answer, well, I won't say what the answer is, but what we could talk about the difference in those two statements. Okay. <laughs> She's like, I could say it. Uh, but it's just the talking about the difference in those statements. And, and just like right. the reason why there's a Black History Month and not a White History Month. Right. Uh, <laughs> the reason why, you know, um, we have to highlight uh, Black people in mental health mm-hmm. is because the norm is white. And right. so when you call an office, a group practice, let's say, to find a therapist, more than likely, if you don't specify what you're looking for, you will more than likely have a white therapist. That's right. just the reality. And for so many reasons, um, as Lisa said, there aren't as many of us in the field and there are even less of us practicing in, in private practice because that's a whole other story, but there are reasons why most, a lot of uh, therapists of color work in more in hospital settings or work mm-hmm. for um, organizations and things like that, as opposed to one of business for themselves. Um, so it's just the, the numbers just aren't there. So to ask for a white therapist is probably not because you have a hard time finding white therapists. Right. If, and that's, if you're, if you're white asking for, I think we have to specify that, Yeah, 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 you know, or whatever, right? Like if you are, yes, if you are a white client asking for a white therapist, what is the difference from a black client seeking out a black therapist. Yes. Well, a lot of the times, and and there will be, I will say there is pushback from that. Even within our own field, I've heard it from other therapists. We've gotten messages. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We've gotten messages. We've, you know, we've gotten, we've gotten, you know, hater, you know, messages about why we're simply highlighting, highlighting, you know, melanin and mental health and comes with the territory. It comes yeah. with the territory, yeah. but it is important for us to highlight it because there is not enough. And the difference is a lot of the times when a black client, for example, is seeking out a black therapist, it's not coming from a place of being 
discriminatory, right? It's coming from a place of needing to feel, again, affirmed and needing to feel safe. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing is needing to feel safe. And the reality is folks from marginalized communities, and we're talking specifically here about the Black community, there are many, many spaces that are not safe for Black people. Mm-hmm. And the mental health field, the therapy room included. Yeah, You know, we're therapists and as as whack as it is to acknowledge that it is, it is reality. You know, we've kind of have that insider view of what we witnessed mm-hmm. some of our colleagues saying last year, mm-hmm. during the black lives matter movement and the, the pro the protests, the protests, um, ones that were actually protests, right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not what we saw here in January, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, we, we were listening, we were observing what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah. Are we surprised? No. Um, disillusioned. Mm, I don't know that we would say that either because we kind of know that this is present, but it did, I think for me, anyhow, remind me of the urgency of really getting out there and making more and more space for people from our community to come into therapy and feel like they're going to be okay, or at least Mm -hmm. they're willing to trust. Mm -hmm. They're willing to at least try because they feel a little bit safer. Right. Right. I think that's, that's extremely important what you're saying. And, and, And when it typically, when it comes to a white client, requesting a white clinician or white therapist it's coming from a place of it's not it's not about um feeling safe or or well in a different way it's not about like okay I already have all of this happening in my world and I need someone who understands it and things like that it's typically about their belief as far as competence of a black clinician or a black professional in general. Right. Right. Um, And so that is another big difference. Like it's not about, I need someone who understands my experiences in the world and all of that. So it's just a very different request, which is why you wouldn't typically hear that. um, Nor probably as a clinician, you probably shouldn't Mm -hmm. complain about that either. Um, Well, and I think the other thing is we have to, we have to have these difficult conversations and we have to acknowledge our lot, our, like most of everything is centered around whiteness. Yeah. So, you know, we are regularly affirming, right? Like we're, yeah. we're regularly influenced. Yeah. So, so what is it about your experience that you may not feel that people would mm-hmm. understand because, you know, it, it, as a person, you know, as a Latina, like I know that the default on most everything, whether it's school, whether it's our training as therapists, mm-hmm. whether whatever it may be, was really centered around whiteness. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's the other part is that of why people may seek somebody outside, like within their community is because we need 
we need to be affirmed in a different way. It may not always be accessible to someone who is not from the community, right? We're not saying it's impossible. We're not saying you can't get uh, competent or what's the other word? Uh, Not competent, but it's flipping my mind. Instead of cultural, (laughs) cultural competency, there's another term right now and it's slipping my mind. But <laughs> again, just being more affirming. Sometimes it's it's just one of those things that you can't curate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you have to live it. You have to experience it. Right, right. So what should what should potential clients, people that are seeking help um, or wanting to start their therapeutic journey, what should they do if they get pushback? Like if they call and someone is like, we don't do that you see who right. we assign you to, or we don't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think if you get pushback, then like fall back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the place for you. That's not the place for you, but don't let that discourage you or think that you're doing something wrong or, 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 or keep you from asking for what it is that you need and want out of a therapist. So I think that's the main thing is keep looking. You know, take that as a sign that this may not be the place that it's going to affirm you. Yeah. And staying firm and, you know, knowing why you need that. Right. Because I think I think about all the preferences that we have when we're seeking therapists. Right. Right. Um, And and, I mean, to the point of a lot of times when we're looking for therapists, we're scrolling through pictures until it's a face that looks familiar, feels comforting. And that's okay. You don't have to go to the person that when you look at them, you're kind of like, oh. They're yeah. looking scary. I don't know if I feel safe there. You know, like you don't have to go to that person. So stand firm and like whatever reason you have chosen that you want to see that person. Because all that is is like I know that this will help me get to where I want to go quicker. And so yeah. I'm choosing what is best for me. Um and and you know, I always feel like we say these things um like I'm thinking about we're trying to validate, of course, we want to make sure everybody understands that it's your choice, but I also completely get, depending on what state you're in, when you're looking for a therapist, how it's like, okay, I hear you. But also if I've never had to call a therapist's office before and someone tells me this, it it may be a little bit harder and it may be a little difficult. And we understand that. But, you know, again, this is, all of this is your choice. And just like you get to choose the primary care physician you have, you know, you can refuse any type of care that you want to, that are having and this is just another way another one right. and, and the good thing is you have so many options um yeah. hopefully I mean it's just state. like <laughs> when we, you know go into the OBGYN and you ask for a woman physician versus a man you know like oh I'd like I'd like to have a is there a, a woman doctor um but some people go to therapy and they have a preference you know o- around gender also so mm-hmm. You typically won't get any pushback about that. Right. You know, Um, or even sometimes with age, someone may say, you know, I'd like to see a therapist who's been in practice longer or is, you know, maybe my age. Mm -hmm. So the the thing is, you probably wouldn't get pushback with that. Mm -hmm. So, and, and to be fair, I think sometimes maybe people are being... The word. You you have to read my mind. I, I'm not on it today. I'm a little <laughs> tired. I haven't. <laughs> I'm not at home. It's a little different. <laughs> Sorry. So good at reading my mind. <laughs> the point is, you get to choose. You get to ask. If they tell you you can't, they're lying. 
Keep going. <laughs> Keep moving. <laughs> and the good thing is there are ways for you to find therapists a lot more, a lot easier, um, a lot more options, a lot easier than there were, there were before. Um, yes. So you can actually just go to melaninmentalhealth.com. Yes. You can go to the, one of the other directories that exist and you can search for therapists that fit what needs you have. Um, and can we just say, I know we've talked about the new website for a while. <laughs> and this is like our official launch. Well, I wouldn't say launch. It's our official, official, <laughs> official <laughs> announcement. Announcement. Push. We've kind of had these like, it's coming. Oh yeah, kind of go check out what's happening over there. <laughs> you know what? This is our problem. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm 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 digressing here, but this is our problem. Is this is what happens when you have two perfectionists? Yes, <laughs> their perfectionism and fears get in the way. Right? Mm-hmm, is that it mm-hmm. takes a lot longer for us to get things done. But the new website is up. It's there. It's beautiful. Can I just say that? It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a, a, a total facelift of it. And yeah, that is why we create all, all of this, everything that we're talking about today. This is why we created melaninandmentalhealth.com because we wanted you to be able to access these therapists and we wanted to connect the therapists. You know, that's part of what, how we met, mm-hmm. right? Where are the other black and brown therapists in town? Like we wanted to get you to be able to connect with other therapists and to be able to connect with these um, clients that are looking for you. And again, we just want to bridge the gap between the mental health field and our communities. And we, yeah. we acknowledge and we recognize that the mental health field has not done right. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. Right. I think, I think, I think it was recent, maybe within the last two weeks that an, that the APA uh, put out an announcement that was like an apology, basically. Did you read that? I didn't see that. Oh yeah. Oh. The American Psychological Association put out an announcement. They put out a, a formal apology. I believe it was specifically to the black community hmm. to acknowledge that they, again, synopsis have not done right i black messing people. up yeah. yeah i have to go yeah. back i have to find that okay yeah so, so go ahead we get it like you know we it's real and this is why we've created what we've created and why we continue to encourage you all to try therapy out to not give up on your healing to to continue surfing <laughs> keep looking there are people out there that, yeah. that really do want to help you. Yeah. So hopefully this is helpful. Make sure that you check out melaninamenshealth.com. Check out the Dope New website and therapists that are there, the previous podcast and our merchandise. Um, also follow us across social media, social media at Melanin and Mental Health, Melanin Health on Twitter. Um, and I think that's it. We'll talk to y'all next week. Well, and if you're a therapist, if you're, because I know we have a really nice blend of both um, therapists and non-therapists. That sounds weird, non-therapist. Therapists and our communities. (laughs) (laughs) So if you are a therapist, 
you know, sign up for the directory. People regularly messaging us mm-hmm. because they're looking on the directory and they may not find someone specific in their area. Um, we always direct people to the directory. Sign up, let people know that you're there, help help people to connect with you more easily. We want to make it easy for our community to connect with you. And, and we, we often get requests um, for some of those uh, smaller towns, like you were saying. But mm-hmm. again, remember that you can find a therapist in your state at this point, because most people are doing virtual therapy. So as a clinician, advertise yourself because they are looking. And now that people can start working with you from across city lines, then you have a lot more reach. So make sure that you are being seen by those people. So yes. All right. Well, All we'll right. talk to this y'all was, next time. This was this this was this was a much needed conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you feel the same way. <laughs> uh, we hope that you well, Ebony and I needed to have it together. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We hope you did too, Benefit. That's all this podcast is conversations me and Elisa need to have, and we hope that y'all enjoy yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll talk to y'all next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.